Hi folks, and welcome back to NTI's Japan Real Estate Property Investment Podcast. I'm your host, Ziv Nakajima again, and it's great to have you with us today. Hope you're having a lovely golden week if you're here in Japan or just enjoying a normal working week elsewhere. Today we're going to talk a bit about Japanese residential tenants, something we've touched on a bit in some of our first episodes when we ran through some general Japanese property investment scenarios. So today we're going to dig in deeper and talk a little bit about the characteristics of the typical Japanese tenant, if there is even such a thing, and more specifically about how to screen them. So this is a question we got from a listener, which we also get asked a lot on a regular basis by first-time Japan property investors, and it goes something like this. I understand that there is no credit check system in Japan, so how do I check out a potential tenant for my downtown Tokyo apartment or any other place? Are there credit guarantee companies, and if so, how reliable are they? So, firstly, while it's true that there are no official credit check systems in Japan due to privacy concerns and legislation, it is possible to check a tenant's credentials, and the best way to do this is indeed through credit guarantee companies or, more accurately, rent insurance companies, as they're known here. Rent insurance is one of the three types of securities that we spoke about here in the past, the other two being personal guarantors and security deposits. Personal guarantors are obviously the lowest form of security one can get from a tenant, simply because they're only as good as their own profiles are, meaning if the guarantor is an employer, that guarantee is good as long as the tenant is employed by the same employer. If the guarantor is a family member, they may be old or destitute or become old and destitute over the course of the tenancy. And if it's a personal acquaintance, war colleague, etc., there's obviously going to be a limit to what a landlord could potentially ask from them in case of tenant debt. A security deposit is, of course, better than a personal guarantor, since that's money paid in advance, and any debt or damages can be deducted from it if and when a tenant owes anything. But rent insurance is better for a couple of reasons. The first being that it will usually cover up to three months' worth of rent payments in case of delinquency or damages, whereas a security deposit is normally one or two months only. But the more important reason is that rent insurance is preferable because rent insurance companies cost less for the tenant. Normally, they'd only have to pay the equivalent of two weeks of rent to sign up. So easier to get tenants who can actually apply and qualify for that, as opposed to a security deposit. And for us as landlords, it provides an added level of security because these companies check on any potential tenant who signs up for policies before they actually approve coverage, which isn't exactly the credit check that we're used to seeing in other countries, but is a very thorough check nonetheless. It covers the tenant's employment status, verifies their financial history, looks at recent paychecks, and requires documentation and contact information regarding their current job, or in the case of pensioners and welfare recipients, the local government department which issues their monthly welfare payments. If any of those items don't check out, the rent insurance company will refuse to issue the policy, which would usually mean that we shouldn't be taking on the potential tenant as well. The only exception to this rule is in case you're dealing with foreigners who are new to Japan, rent insurance companies are wary of these guys simply because they're aware that they've always got the option to simply abscond back to their country of origin, leaving any debt collectors without any means of retrieving any debts that they left behind. 
Now, if you as a foreigner yourself don't mind leasing to foreigners, that's fine. But in that case, you'll probably need to ask them for a security deposit. And again, because you stand the chance of having them leave without any reasonable recourse, you may want that security deposit to be larger than the typical one or two months. Or if they still don't have a job, cannot provide payslips because they've only just arrived in the country, you may want to charge them rent in advance for six or even 12 months just to cover yourself for any potential loss of income if they do end up leaving mid-lease or with any damages they're responsible for paying to repair. Generally speaking, though, Japanese tenants do tend to be good tenants. So even if they're not as officially verifiable via credit checks as they are in other countries, they're generally very reliable. They may have payment issues, of course, particularly if you're dealing with the lower end of the residential market. If you recall, we've covered here in the past that these smaller and older buildings tend to generate the highest rental income percentage-wise. But normally, late or missing rent payments would only be a temporary thing. And if these issues turn out to be chronic and repeated, you can simply ask the tenants to leave and keep the security deposit. And for us, as a company in over 160 properties um, currently managed on behalf of our clients, plus a dozen or so of our own portfolio, we have never, not even once, had to forcibly evict a tenant from a property. All you have to do is send them a registered letter informing them that they have to vacate the property by such and such date, and that's exactly what's going to happen. There are two reasons for this. One is that legal and court-related matters are considered an unpleasant nuisance in Japan, as are all other types of confrontation, and people tend to avoid it at all costs if they can. The second reason is that culturally, doing the right thing is a very important part of Japanese culture and the Japanese psyche. People here are very aware of what family members, colleagues, friends, bosses think about them and their behavior. And the last thing that they want is debt collectors or property managers contacting those people and informing them of any debt or other sim similar problems, let alone shamefully ask them to cover any payments owed by that acquaintance. So, as we've mentioned here a few times in the past, the Japanese want to save face above all, and they're always very conscious of any shame that their actions or mistakes may bring to their families or even worse to their employers. Now, there are exceptions to this norm, of course. Nothing is 100% guaranteed. If you're dealing with commercial tenants in particular, debt and bankruptcy can and do occasionally happen. And your chances of having to deal with damages to a property are slightly higher. Although, generally speaking, damages to property are quite rare and almost always unintentional in Japan, but obviously a restaurant or a bar with a lot of regular walk-in traffic which goes bankrupt for any reason is far more likely to leave landlords with a higher innovation and repair bill or with more money owed compared with a simple residential property. There are advantages to commercial property ownership as well, but we'll cover those in more detail in future episodes when we discuss commercial and mixed-purpose property investments in Japan. That's it from us today, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and if you have, we'd really, really love if you could share it with your personal or professional networks. Please leave us a comment wherever you found this episode and tell us what you thought about it, or ask us any question which we haven't covered here yet. And if you could take a moment and leave us a rating wherever you may have found this podcast, 
whether it's the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, or YouTube, we'd really, really appreciate it. And until next time, from all of us here at NTI, have a great golden week, and until next time, happy investing. Happy investing.